0: Ivdu as Hashem besimcha. You say it every morning. Not sure if you really know what it means. Um, the the picture that uh, Daniel created for us makes it sound like if we're just you know playing our violins and dancing around that's simcha. So would that it be so simple? But the first thing we have to know. I'm going to quote one line from the Nesiva Shalom about Simcha. Ivdu Hashem besimcha. So it sounds like, there's avoda, you got to serve God. And then there's a amplification, you know how to do it better? Do it with Simcha. Avoda and you do it with Simcha, it's even better. So the line in the Nesiva Shalom is, Ein simcha par-paraot Parparora like you know desserts. It's it's a it's a it's the whipped cream on your avoda. So he says that's not correct. Ela ikre hayesodos. It's foundational of your avoda. Where do we see this in the Torah? So in the tochacha of Parshas kitavo, in the end of Devarim, when we're being laid on all the curses, ninety-eight klolos from Moshe Rabbeinu. So all kinds of terrible things are happening because of, all kind, because of all kinds of terrible things that we have done. Okay? And then there's a very strange accusation. A very strange attribution of why we're being punished. Tachat, asher lo et Hashem Elokecha besimcha uv, kol. Because we didn't serve Hashem with simcha and out of everything that He provides for us. So, we're obviously speaking about somebody who is an Oved Hashem. You can't talk about not serving God in a certain way if you're not serving God. So we're Oved Hashem, we're serving Hashem, but we're doing it without simcha and recognition of all the benefits and resources we have. And that brings about tremendous punishment. Wow. So we need to understand a little bit about what this Simcha is. And why is it so important? So another aspect that you need to know about Simcha, since all of you are here trying to implement the Memches Dvarim shat Torah Nikneis Bahem, you're trying to acquire Torah, and to acquire Torah, you need to access the forty-eight things that are uniquely necessary as prerequisites for Torah. And one of them, there are quite a few strange ones, and um again, the the, the we have to know that these are uniquely um necessary to acquire Torah, and one of them, the tenth one, is the that's one of the requirements for acquiring Torah b'simcha. Why? We need to know what simcha is and why is it a prerequisite a prerequisite for acquiring Torah. One more source to bring in that needs clarification. Ezehu ashir hasameach bechelko, Who is a wealthy person? Somebody who is sameach <inaudible> bechelko. He has simcha in what he has. And, as each one of those lessons in the Mishnah is followed with, is after you have a thesis, it's followed with a proof text. So we have to, when we're learning Pshat, and these mishnai is Pshat, we have to know two things. A, the Mishnah is giving me a Chiddush, moving me off the default. And if it brings a Pasuk, shenemar, it means that the thesis needs verification from a Pasuk. You need a proof text. Well, the proof text better deliver the goods. It better prove the thesis. So what's the thesis? Azu Ashir, who's a wealthy person? Samech b'chalko. So right away the morale says in his way, and we'll try to update it, I wouldn't recommend going to the bank to get a million dollar mortgage on your two million dollar house. And when they say, could I see your financial statements? You give them a psychologist report that you are samech b'chalko. And therefore I'm wealthy. And therefore you should give me a million dollar mortgage. It won't work. And it says the moral, that's not what it means. That's not what it means. So, what does it mean? And what's the proof text? And here's where the proof text helps us un- uncover a little bit, even though the proof text itself is very, very cryptic. But we'll try to uh, get, have a little access to it the way the moral, mo- the way I understand the moral explaining it. Sheneh mar Yegia kapecha ki tochal ashrecha betovlach. Yegia kapecha, the striving of your own hands, you. Consume, you eat, then you then You are validated. You are empowered. So, what does it mean? Says the Maharal, Yegi'a kapecha. And how is that so great? And what does that have to do with Ashir? And what does that have to do with Samaya? So, an Ashir, in contrast to an Uni, says the Maharal. An Ani is somebody who needs to receive resources from outside himself. An Asher is independent, self-sufficient. An Asher has more than he needs for himself so that he can share the wealth, share the resources. So a Sameach (coughs) Bechelko is one who feels the ability to share the resources he has, He's not missing anything. And here we get into the concept of Simcha. The Maral in many places explains that Simcha we find Simcha connected to Shlemus. When you are Bishlemus, then you can be a Sameach. That's, where did we see this? So, Mermesha Shapiro used to quote this all the time. The Maral says it in a couple of places. Explaining a Gomorrah. Everybody knows what a Tefach is? Tefach, okay? It's a measurement. 24 centimeters, 30 centimeters, whatever, right, whatever we think it is. A ten, I'm sorry, 10 centimeters, 8 centimeters. In the gemorah, there are really three Tefachim. Three different Tefachim. There's a Tefach Socheik, a Tefach, and a Tefach atzuf. I never knew that a tefach has emotions. It's a laughing tefach. It's a depressed tefach. So says the Maharal. What is it? It's clear from the halacha. A tefach sochik means a generous tefach. You can have exactly a tefach. That's a tefach. You can have a what's the English word for far Stingy, stingy. You know that's atzu. But I, I want to. I, I, you know it's it's a it's tight. It's it's listri- restricted tefach. And we can have a generous, a sochik. Sochik means a laughing tefach. It's expansive. There's a generous tefach and there's a stingy tefach. The generous tefach is called sochik, laughing. Simcha. It says the Mara, that's because of simcha. Simcha is always expansive. You're always besameach when you are expanding. We find a simcha by a bris, by a birth, by a wedding, by a Ben Okay? We're expanding. Where do we find Hatzlus, sadness, chisoron, when we miss something. When do we go into our velus? When we lose a close relative. When do we get depressed? When we lose a lot of money. Always implying something is missing. So Simcha requires a sense of fullness, of expansion, of completeness, of shlemus. Getting depressed, being sad, is a recipe for paralysis. Positive people accomplish. People who complain all the time are paralyzed. If you want to know one of the things, and there's a long list, one of the things wrong with the victim mentality that we're seeing today... One of the things that's wrong with woke culture today is they're always angry. They're angry. There's always something to complain about. So, that's a tool of the Yetzir The Yetzir will get you down when you're angry, when you're depressed, when you're sad... You accomplish when you have confidence that you can make a difference. What can give you that confidence? Because that will generate simcha. So says the Nesiva Shalom, elaborating on that, we like to think of simcha as you know some kind of a state that you're in. You know, sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm sad. Says the Nasiva Shalom, that can't be what we mean. Simcha is an approach to life. It's an approach. It's not dependent on your mood. If we go back to the morale in some, in Usher Bechelko, Samech Bechelko, the morale says an Usher Samech Bechelko is an attitude towards wealth. It's not how much money you have, but it's your attitude towards the money that you have. What do you have the money for? Cause I need more. And there's just a little more is never enough. That's an ani because you're always missing. Or is my attitude towards wealth that I want to share it? I want to give it. It's an attitude towards wealth, says the Maharal. What you have is viewed as a gift from the Almighty to share, to use. Asher bedas says the Maharal based on statements in the Gomorrah. usher Bidas means your attitude is one of expansiveness. Your attitude is one of wealth. You have resources. Where'd you get those resources? You got them. If you believe you got them from Hashem, wow, what an inspiring, what an energizing thought. HaKodesh Borhu cares about you. You are in the hands of the Almighty and He's giving you resources to accomplish in this world. Boy, that's the opposite of somebody who's a victim and who's angry. I'm always looking to accomplish. I'm always convinced that I can make a difference because Hashem has confidence in me. That's, that can lead you to simcha. That's the approach to life. You're in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Borchu and here's a chiddish. Even when you messed up, you know, sometimes we mess up. We do something we know is wrong, so we get depressed. The Yetzirah gotcha. You. Whenever you're depressed, whenever you're de- you're sad, you're in the hands of the Yetzirah. You're out of the world of Simcha. And the Netzivah Shalom talks about this from Hasidic literature, is that even when you do something wrong, you've got to know. But Hakadosh Boshu cares, and therefore you can't be depressed. It says, "Imo anochi bitzara. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling you he's with you even Bitsara, even when it's tough, even when it's bad. Well, there can be nothing more tough or bad than when you're not behaving properly. Guess what? Amazing! HaKadosh Baruch Hu is connected, if you want to be connected. Look, right? Gam elich begates You're going in the valleys of, I don't know how they translate it, but it ain't good stuff, it ain't a good place. Right, Imadi. Hakadosh Baruch is there with us. If you live with that sense, then there can be nothing more inspiring, nothing more overjoying than that. than that. Again, it's you. If we want to know what's wrong with our world today and why there are so many depressed people, I'm depressed. Why is everybody so depressed? We live in a world of confusion. Confusion gets you depressed. Reality, you're not depressed. We live in a world of illusion. So that's very depressing. You have to have clarity. You say it every day and you don't pay attention to what you say. But if you would think about it and really have kavana, you would almost have to hold yourself back from dancing every morning after davening, just not on not just on Arab Shabbos. Boruch Elokeinu lichvodo. You were created for the glory to bring the glory of God into the world. lichvodo v'hivdilanu min He separated you out from the ones who have mistakes. Again, you can buy into the mistakes, but through the Torah. You have the capacity for clarity. <speaking in Hebrew> wow. Think about what you're saying. That's overwhelmingly positive. That's overwhelmingly joyful. Why is Simcha? Says the Maral. Why is Simcha one of the mm-hmm. Memchet Varm nicknames and So we can understand that on a very superficial level. You want to accomplish, you got to be Simech. But why is that a prerequisite specifically to acquiring Torah? And the Maral says an amazing thing. Torah is really the Shleimut of your intellectual spiritual dimension. The Maral says this in a number of places. Is that the human being is has to be built on foundations. You have to have a solid foundation, then you add another level, and then you add another level. The intellectual perfection that we access through Torah has to be built on a foundation of emotional shlemus. Nefesh. Shlemus ha-nefesh. We have guf-nefesh and seichel-neshama. In order to have shlemus in the neshama, in the seichel, there has to be a shlemus in the nefesh. And Simcha is a shlemus of the nefesh. See, the physical dimension is always deficient. The the physical dimension, you know, Freud got a couple of things right. (coughs) Fear of death. Self-preservation. The animal side of the human being is always looking for self-preservation. Because the physical dimension is basically heading to extinction. So there's always a sense of chisaron in the physical dimension. And if all you care about is your physical dimension, you will always be depressed. Because you always got to be worried that it's going to go away. So there's always a sense of chisaron in the physical dimension. The emotional dimension, there's where simcha can lie. There's where your attitude can make a difference. If you want to access the high spiritual, intellectual level of Torah, you have to have a solid foundation of your emotional stability, emotional health. This is how the Maral explains why simcha is required as the foundation to access the higher level of Torah. The goof is always chaser. There's nothing you can do about it. You're always going to be missing something. There's no way that the body is perfect. It's always in deterioration. The neshama, the seichel. So it really can't be haser. It's the shlemus, the Torah, the, the the spiritual dimension, the, the neshama has shleimus. You can't talk about a deficiency. The only place where we can have a decision tree, where we can have shleimus or chisaron, and it's up to you, is in your nefesh your attitude, your emotions, your personality. In another place we've talked about how that really is also built on Midos. The more selfish you are in your personality, the more connected you are to your physical dimension. The Nesiva Shalom also talks about another aspect that causes depression. That's the antithesis of Simcha. Arrogance. Gaiva. Arrogance is a result of being dependent and connected to your physical dimension. This is classic Abraham Tworsky. Whenever you see an arrogant person, person who's always boasting and always full of himself, scratch below the surface. You know what you're gonna find? A very insecure person. Why do they go together? Because you're insecure. And therefore, you need outside validation to give you a sense of security. That's an attitude. Okay, And as Tversky says, that when you're insecure and you're looking for outside validation, it's like a thirsty person drinking seawater. You think you're quenching your thirst and all you're doing is you're making yourself more thirsty. Because if you have low self-esteem, if I think I'm worthless and you tell me I'm great, but I really think I'm worthless, and you tell me I'm great, that just shows how stupid you are. This is like I mean, Tursky has research on this all the time. The most unbelievably talented people come into his office, addicted to drugs because of low self-esteem, and he shows them how much they've accomplished. Look what everybody's saying about you. I fooled them. So you've got to you've got to eliminate the arrogance, which is really a function of your physical dimension, your insecurities, and always think positive. Realizing humility. What is humility? Realizing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created me and he gave me lots of talents and lots of resources and that's nothing to brag about but that's something to take and use and accomplish. And again, how much simcha does that generate when you realize that you are in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. here's where bitachon comes in here's where relationship with God comes in you're in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hands and look what he gave you and look what you can accomplish. I want to end with a story that I just read from Rav Eisenman, who was the Mashgiach in Torah. He's not well known outside of Israeli yeshiva circles. He wasn't very world famous, but he was an amazing person. Mashgiach in Koltorah for many years. <coughs> and a, um, a bocher came to him and he's really working on some of his Midos and he's working on uh his 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 taiva and his eating habits and he needs help in working on cutting down on how much he's eating because I've got to be a more elevated spiritual person. And Ravai said to him If you do that, you're going to be depressed. And if you're depressed, you can't possibly grow. We do lots of things that sound frum. That sound like, oh, this is how I'm going to grow more, and I'll cut down on this, and I'll deprive myself of this. One of the things that we picked up early. Right? Rabbi Hirsch will remember this very well. I think we were, at, I think that Rabbi Schoonmaker said it in a couple of dimensions. We were 40 years ahead of our time in the early years of Noam where a student comes and he's a Balchuva and he was told that he has to drop all his music. Music! That's goich! Okay? You, you can't, you can't, you gotta drop it. And he's depressed! He's depressed! Of course you're depressed! The music is part of your Nishama it's part of your, your juice! Uh, you got to do it the right way, and you got to do it with proper motivation. But you got to be juiced. Okay, and 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 what Revi was telling this Bacher is, if you're going to deprive yourself of enjoyable food, you're going to be depressed. You don't want to be a pig. You don't want to be a hedonist. But he told him, go out and buy yourself an ice cream once every once in a while, because you got to be happy. You got to be simcha. And then he told about how, in, in, in that he heard from that that, that in, in one of these shivas that. The mother used to send cookies. Those, you know, the, the, we have it today. My, my wife likes to send my, my grandchildren uh, cookies and cake. They're in yeshiva. You know, they have to exist on yeshiva food. You guys don't realize that what you have here is a is a five star restaurant compared to what most yeshivas are serving. So you know, so the mother sends cookies, and so the guy sits down on his bed and invites all his friends to join in the cookies, so that everybody will enjoy you got to enjoy, you got to be besimcha. If you are doing things that are making you depressed and you think that's from and you think that's how we're going to grow spiritually, you're making a big mistake. Hashem Tachas Hasher lo Hashem elokecha uvetuvlev. kol. You're going to be nailed in quotation marks, but yeah, you're going to be nailed for serving Hashem depressed. That's a big challenge, but I think it's also a big relief. You're actually no, I was about to say you're actually allowed to be happy. You're allowed to have simcha. No, no, no. Simcha is an imperative. As the sonomer said, this isn't just a parparat. This is not not like some whipped cream on your cake. You You have a voda, and then we'll add in a little bit of simcha. It's foundational. It's absolutely foundational. It's. It's gonna, it emanates from your sense of a close relationship to Baruch Hu, That close relationship generates Simcha. It generates Shleimus. And that's what we've gotta be working on much more than we pay attention to.